Reconnect with CUNY. Whether you are a first-time college student, a parent, a veteran, or an adult with some college credits, there's a place for you to continue your dreams or start fresh. No matter where you are along your journey, the CUNY Reconnect program can provide financial assistance and one-on-one personalized support to get you going. It's not too late to start again. Go to cuny.edu slash reconnect today. Do you know a healthcare hero? Someone who fights for better care for their families, their friends, or their community? The New York Alliance for Healthcare Justice wants to honor them and you with a pair of tickets to celebrate the 30th anniversary of Summer Jam at UBS Arena on June 2nd. Visit hot97.com slash NYH Justice to enter to win. Must be 18 or older to enter. Made hot by the New York Alliance for Healthcare Justice. Hebrew in the morning with Laura Styles and Rosenberg. Hebrew in the morning, Laura Styles, Rosenberg, Glow, first time on the Hello, program. Hey. You big in the game, fast and happen quick. Thanks. It happened quick. quick. You did. Real now, fast. Do you do you love what's happened? Like, I mean, of course you're happy, but is it too fast? Is it not fast enough? Like, how you feeling about everything? I'm I just feel like it's the right thing. Perfect. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I can deal with whatever that's coming my way. I feel like I'm built for it. Prior to F and F and twerking on headlights and you and your girls in the hood with the video. Yeah. Was you put were you putting out rap records around Memphis? Was that your thing? Yeah, like I was known in Memphis. Yeah. For how I, long? Going far how far back? I'll say I started getting notoriety in like I had a little notoriety in like twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one came. The whole C D and like Arkansas, Mississippi, the places around us, they had new like I was doing shows in them areas. Got it. Yeah. So you was popping and and sh- just rapping, because mm-hmm. I saw a clip where you was talking about you was being a church choir and you was singing. So do people know about the singing skill yet? Nah, because uh, I was doing it when I was younger. Got it. So uh, I didn't even have social media back then when I was going to church. So you going? Are we ever gonna hear you or see you sing? Is that even a part of the plan? Yeah, most definitely. Like I want to get a vocal coach because I I don't get it at all no more. I was just singing on the way up here. Got it, got it. <laughs> and it wasn't. And it wasn't right. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get a vocal coach though because like I can write some good songs when right. I sing, but I just can't sing them myself, and I don't want to have to keep getting features. Right. Oh, right. for hooks, you want to be able to do them yourself. Yeah. But look, when did it start for you? Like, when did you decide, yo, I want to rap? And what was the first thing you put out? How did it? How did it start? It was like at the end of 2018, my cousin, he and Jay right now, Free Rambo. But he he a rapper. Like, he, he we was growing up. We the same age. We went to the same schools. And so he wanted to, uh, he always wanted to rap. And so I used to support him. But, like, when it came to me, I just started doing challenges. Like, I still, I see a challenge on Facebook or something like that. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. Whatever. Just because I'm bored. And then when I do it, they'll be like, you really a hard. Like, you can rap. Yeah. And so I'm like, uh. He was like, you need to take it serious. I'm going to book you a, su- a studio session, and we're going to go. And then the first time I went to the studio and I recorded something, I had wrote. I was like, okay, I'm going to write something so I'm going to be able to go to the studio. I had wrapped on the Chief Keep beat. And when I went, I'm like, oh, my God, I love this. Like, just being in the studio, I just <laughs> loved mm. I just liked it a lot. So that's where it started. Um, you remember your rap you wrote? It was called Honey's. It was on the Chief Keep beat called Honey's. <laughs> you, you want to spit that for us real quick? You remember it? I don't. Re- I think I got it somewhere on my phone. When I can find. <laughs> One of these days, I'm released. Now, have you? Now, you know, I first heard you, and I was like, okay, this. You know, as a dude, you know, a lot of a lot of rap comes out that women make, and sometimes my ears, as a man, would be like, oh, this is this for girls. This ain't even for me, yeah. right? You know what I mean? It sound. I, I guess I would call it like 
bratty in a way. It sound girly and bratty, and mm-hmm. you know they talking they girl shit. And you be like, okay, this is dope. You can rap. I can hear you can rap, but I ain't gonna ride around to this. Yeah, your shit comes out, and it sound like, oh, okay, this is hard. Like this is trying to this some street <laughs> shit. This some straight ahead rap shit. Thanks. Now was that a conscious decision for you to be like, now nah, I want to make it. My I need my music to sound like this, or was that just like? You know, uh, somebody said, "Nah, you need to go in this direction." Was this all it you? Just, it just happened. Like exactly. dudes just fuck with how I rap. Like I ain't try to purposely do it. Like I just rap by me. I guess it's saying I make it for dudes too because I'm a tomboy. Right. Like I, I got six brothers, so I didn't been through a lot of shit that a lot normal girls ain't been through. So right. I didn't been through a lot of boy shit. <laughs> and so how I rap, like. You was around a lot of dudes. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, then, like, the people who listen to my music, it, it be like dudes. Like, I got my friends, my girlfriends, they listen. But my girlfriends, they thugging, too. Like, they some little boys. Like, we ain't girly. Right. But so, you have, but there's something else going on with you, Glow, that seems like your personality is catching people, too. Because I'm noticing, like... Well, she a cool-ass chick. That's yeah, why. She's just a cool-ass chick. It's, <laughs> it seems like your personality just comes through, and people seem to just gravitate towards you as a person were you always active on social media was that like a thing were you building your personality uh-huh like i just used to be trolling and saying little funny crazy shit all the time on social <laughs> media but i like i really be being cool on social media especially now because like in real life i say shit way more crazy but like i know i gotta watch my mouth and i can't say certain shit no more <laughs> but i really <laughs> i'm like it's my personality really way more live and lit in person, <laughs> but right. I'd be out and watch what I say now. Did you have any before you were known for music? Did you have any followers? Like, did you have a real following already, or no? Or just a regular person? I was a regular person. I say, like, I had on Instagram, I had like, I say, before I blew up, it was like 16,000 followers. Okay, so that's still a, a micro influencer. You still had your little, like, there are people you had your community, you. yeah, yeah. Like, I, I like I said, I had a name in Memphis for sure, right? Um, so, uh, what happened first? Um, FNF blew up. Like, that's what, last summer? Last summer. Well, in April. Yep, the end of April. End of April, so last spring, right? Yep. Um, Or was that, no, wait, that's this 2022. That's now. Yeah, that's right now. Uh Um, And so, who, how many labels was coming to, how was they coming to find you? Right, cause yo, cause Gotti's from Memphis, so I assume okay, she she signed with Gotti cause he's from Memphis. He know he know where to go find the girl. He know everybody, uh-huh. and there's some trust <laughs> there. But I'm sure there was other label people trying to figure it out. Yeah, like um, okay, so I had dropped the snippet. The song wasn't even out yet. The snippet from a clip from the video was just going crazy viral before we actually even dropped the video. So. Everybody was like, this one was going bad. I was getting a whole lot of followers, da 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 da. And so the next day when it dropped, it's like, they, uh, Hickey had called me. He was like, somebody in Miami, a label in Miami was calling. And so the day after it dropped, I went straight to Miami. Then they were just calling back to back after that. Like, that first week, FNF dropped, almost every label was getting in contact mm. with me. I'm going to say the first two. Got it, end up contacting me through a video dude named Wiki in Memphis. And not a Wiki film FNF video? Nah. Nah. Nah, Wiki ain't filmed it, but you, I didn't make videos with Wiki before. And him and Gotti, you know, they know each other. So when um I was hearing Wiki sick, he called me and told me, he was like, I ain't got to call me. Like, I'm like, 
I don't know if he's telling the truth. Like, he might just be amping me up because, you know, it's the hype right now, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, nah, I got it. He ain't said no, just no stuff like that. But I still had <laughs> in my head, like, he probably did. So um, that's when I was going to our labor meetings. And so Gotti was trying to, he ended up calling from his for himself. So I'm like, oh, my God, he really calling. So I'm like, I, I was kind of scared a little bit. <laughs> just intimidated? Yeah, I was intimidated. That's what it was. And so um, I posted, went out there to meet with him, but I was in L.A. with a, I had ended up missing my flight because I was in L.A. with another label. And so he ended up, like, pushing it off, like, a week or two. And so, like I said, by this time, I didn't meet with, like, uh, a lot of labels, had the memes. And so Gato was, like, standing firm on it. He had called me. He had DM'd me. And he, because <laughs> I used to blow Gotti up. <laughs> oh, to, so you was trying to get to him from early. I used to blow, like, all labels up. Like, when I was trying to come up, I used to blow every label up. You know, send him my music. Go tap in. I'm a rapper. I'm a rapper for me, too. <laughs> <laughs> so he looked in the DM. So in your DM, did you guys have old conversation from when yeah. you used to blow him up? Yeah, like I probably don't even remember that I did this until you <laughs> right. text me. And, and I looked it out three and I'm like, shit, I'll use the text this shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, he had called me personally from his own from his own DM. And he was like, you know, we're trying to get you to come out here. So I'm like, all right, bet. And so then I had flew out to he had flew us out to Miami and we got on a yacht. And so, as soon as we got on the yacht, like, when I met him for the first time, because I went to his birthday badge, because, you know, he always had one right, every year Memphis, in Memphis. Yeah. So, I, I saw him, but I never, like, just met him. So, I mean, when he first walked up, I'm like, what the fuck this guy? And so, <laughs> we ended up getting on the yacht, and it was just cool. We was eating. I instantly, I plugged my phone up, because he had already called. He was like, I want to hear your other music, you know, my music besides f &L. So, he was like, I want to hear what else you got, you know what I'm saying? So... When I went through, I just plugged my phone up and got to playing all my unreleased songs that I made. And he was just, he was like, yeah, she hard. Yeah. So, like, none of the other labels did that. Like, they were so interested in If and If and what they, they could do with They wasn't ready to go Elf. into you as an artist. Yeah, really... like, they'll, want it, they'll say play my other music, but they just wasn't into it like that. But God, when he heard my other music, he was just, like, excited. Like, it was just different. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Then him being from Memphis... That was, you know, that's another thing, too. Like, he understand the core, too. Right. So now, it, Memphis has, I mean, had moments before. I mean, obviously, throughout music history, right? Stacks, records, all that, going way back. But even right now, how important, like, when you go home to the city, I mean, you're a star. Like, at this, yeah. like, ex <laughs> this year, you became a star. What's the city feel like for you? And what, like, like how does that feel for you as a girl from the city? I mean, listen, like, I, I can't go nowhere without somebody knowing me. Like, I can still get by other places, like, maybe walking somewhere. Like, I can walk somewhere out here. Everybody not going, that's gorilla. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, a lot of people know me, but, like, in Memphis, the older people, everybody, like, no matter how old they look, they know me. Because, you know, I be on the local news out there. They just, everybody know me. So, I feel like, it be feeling good, like, because everybody be telling me from the city, like, they proud of me. You putting on for Memphis. You making Memphis look good. And back then, I ain't gonna lie, I used to hate being in Memphis. I used to be like, I can't wait to go out of town. And so, but now, like, whenever I go back, it just feel like fresh air. I be right. like, I'm back where it started. Like, before all this happened, like, I feel like a normal person when I come to Memphis. Even though everybody know me, I still, like, just feel this, like, back to the beginning. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like Gloria. You know what I'm saying? 
So if, I, I like going to Memphis and just feeling the earth. Well, congratulations. <laughs> it's amazing. Thank you. How did uh, how the Cardi collab come to be? Like it seems perfect now. Like it was always destined to be. Yeah. <laughs> but but how did we actually get there? Um. Okay. She had already been DMing me, telling me, um, no, telling me she proud of me, telling me keep going, sending me like little voice memos. Just out of nowhere, she just hit you, just just off FNF. She just yeah. like saw it. Okay, yeah. And so, um, I always love Cardi. Like from watching her come up from loving hip hop, I just always love Cardi as a person and her music. So I didn't know that he had got her to do the feature for tomorrow too. But she had, I had texted her one day. I was in the studio listening to another song I, was, I had made. So I'm like, hmm, I might hear Cardi on this. So I had DM'd her. And she DM'd me back fast as fuck. I was like, I got a song. I, I hear you on. She was like, girl, I already did my verse to tomorrow. What you talking about? I'm like, to tomorrow? You got a verse on there? Like, I ain't know. God and was trying to surprise me. They always trying to surprise me with shit. And so I ain't know nothing about it. And so I'm texting her. She gets to send me, like, the little clips of her verse. I'm like, oh, my God, she cute. This. Like, I couldn't keep playing it back because, you know, on Instagram, you send the video. You probably can replay it once. I was like, oh, my God, she just killed this song. So, God and them walked the studio. I was like, so when are y'all going to tell me about this Cardi feature? <laughs> y'all just trying to keep it a secret. <clears throat> they were like, how you find out? Like, they, they really, girls I don't know how they talk, Girls, we talking. That's how. Like, <laughs> same way they find everything out. <laughs> <laughs> that was lit, though. And then, like, we did the video shortly after it, like, maybe a week and a half after I had found out about it. And it was just... The chemistry was so good. Like Cardi. You don't pinch yourself, though? Like, when you walk into the video set and you, a year ago, people didn't know who you were nationally at all. Yeah. And now you're on a set and the co-star in the video is Cardi B. Like, you don't take a moment to be like, what the hell is going on in my life? Reconnect with CUNY. Whether you are a first-time college student, a parent, a veteran, or an adult with some college credits, there's a place for you to continue your dreams or start fresh. No matter where you are along your journey, the CUNY Reconnect program can provide financial assistance and one-on-one -on -one personalized support to get you going. It's not too late to start again. Go to cuny.edu slash reconnect today. Do you know a healthcare hero? Someone who fights for better care for their families, their friends, or their community? The New York Alliance for Healthcare Justice wants to honor them and you with a pair of tickets to celebrate the 30th anniversary of Summer Jam at UBS Arena on June 2nd. Visit Hot97.com slash NYH Justice to enter to win. Must be 18 or older to enter. Made hot by the New York Alliance for Healthcare Justice. Like, yeah, like, it, I ain't gonna lie, it be so much stuff like that happening to me. Like, some new come about all the time, and I be <laughs> like, this can't be happening to me, like, me? <laughs> when I walked in there with Cardi, like, when I walked in the room, I was like, on the way up the elevator, I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, like, oh, I'm finna meet Cardi. Because, like, I was such a big fan of her. And so when I first saw her, I just ran up to her and gave her a hood. And you guys look like you guys had mad fun on the set. On the yeah, video. we did. Yeah, yeah we were drinking tight boys. One of the reasons why people love you guys so much, you always look like you're having mad fun. You look like you could be, like, our, our homegirl. Yeah. And that's why, to me, um, and I've seen you, you know, obviously you're always really open on social media, but... As a, a as an artist, I feel like all girls are really pressured to change, like yeah. change your body, change your look. And you were very um, vocal about like, don't pressure me because I'm not doing none of that. Yeah. Do you still feel that way? Yeah. Like, and at the end of the day, I don't like nobody that do change. Of course. Stuff, yeah, yeah. I always say it's what you want. Like, if you do get, you can get every plastic surgery. If that's what you want. That's what you want. But I just feel like people try to 
put it on you, like pressure you to do it. Like if I want to do it, I'm gonna do it. But I don't want to do it. You know, maybe I ain't gonna I ain't gonna say I'm never gonna do it. Cause I might say later in life, okay, hmm, I might want to do this. But I'm just not on it right now. Right, and so, right. like I said, it's on you. I just feel like females should be confident. Like if you feel like you want to get a bigger booty and it's gonna make you love yourself, or that, do it. If, if that's what you want to do, but not because somebody else like mm. you don't got no ass, get it. No, I'm already thick as fuck, so I don't need no. <laughs> I don't need no. That's the attitude. I'm thick as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so now, but now, what's interesting? I also saw on your right. social media too. You talk on, uh, well, I mean, I saw uh, you in another interview talking about growing up in the church, right? Yeah. And 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 you just said like, you know, if you want to get a bigger booty, I make you love yourself more. But I also kind of feel like you're from a place where you learn self love in a yeah. different way. Yeah. So I'd love you to talk about that too, because there are people trying to, men and women, by the way, mm -hmm. trying to fulfill themselves with superficial, worldly things, whether that's yeah. cars, clothes. They think all the money in the world gonna make them feel better. They think having a certain type of girl gonna make them feel better. They think having bigger booty, bigger breasts, or a certain change of something with their face or something gonna make them feel better. Mm -hmm. But I feel like you are grounded in a different way. Uh, and kind of have like an internal confidence yeah. and and a, and a, and a kind of spirituality and a center that probably makes your con a your confidence exude when you walked in this room. You know, we interview a lot of people. I never met you before, yeah. but you wasn't afraid to just be a normal human being and be yeah. yourself. There's so many artists walking here; they they don't even know how to interact. Right. With just human beings. Hey, how you doing? What's your name? Oh, nice to meet you. Like, they can't even just do yeah. that. And I feel like you're from such a real place and a real upbringing, uh, hearing that you have all these these family members. What would you say, four brothers? I got six brothers. Six, six. brothers. Uh -huh. Plus the church. Plus, I'm sure you was raised around strong, confident women, too. Mm -hmm. um, can we? I'd love to hear some of those stories, too, that kind of created this grounding that you have. Uh, yeah, like, my mama, she a super confident woman. Like, she firm on it like she out then my mom like she always tell me you beautiful and so like i just feel like my mama tell me She's i'm right. beautiful She's i'm right. beautiful That's right. <laughs> and so like it's really it's like they say beauty is in the eye of the beholder if you think yourself beautiful you don't really don't matter what nobody else say because it's what what can them thinking you ugly do like <laughs> okay it's been a lot of people like when i first blew up they were like you ugly you this you that you that but at the end of the day, I'm still going up. Like, I guess being ugly making me rich if y'all want that, if that's what you want me to be. Like, I'm going to keep being ugly. <laughs> I'm getting rich, I'm being ugly. You, you know, you can always say, how's it working out for me? Right. It's working out. Right. <laughs> right. So I really feel like it's really like. It's interesting that people would tell you that, though. Yeah. Because that, you know, I mean. People tell, I mean, all of us that we look stupid, fat, ugly. We get that all day, every day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You corny, you this, you that, you know. Um, but it's interesting that somebody would take it upon themselves, which actually probably means you're beautiful and you're making them feel some type of way about themselves. Yeah, I really feel like people who don't like themselves or hate themselves try to take it out on other people yeah. and try to, like, make them feel bad about themselves. That's why I say self-love is, a, is, like, a huge thing. Because if you love yourself, it's really, you can't, your confidence, can't nobody knock your confidence down, like. And uh, um, the story behind FNF tells, also told me a different story, which is not only do you have self-confidence, but you're willing to do the work to stay beautiful on the inside because you was doing a cleanse. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. So that, but that in itself, right? Because there's people who may not love the way they appear, 
But are they willing to do the work to clean their inside that could clear up their skin or right. make them sleep better or make their body feel better or actually help them lose weight in the places that they want to lose weight or make their skin uh, you know, not as dry or, you know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Drink the water, change the diet, and you're willing to do that work. Yeah, like that goes back to really everything itself. Self-discipline, self-love, it's, it's within yourself. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when I had just, I had a, a breakup, really, and, like, I feel like I had kind of slick lost myself. I, see, I still had self-love, I still love myself, but it's like, I'm the type of person, when I love, I love hard. And so, like, when some go downhill, it just take over me. It, it like it, it make me lose focus on certain stuff. I lose my appetite. So I was like, uh-uh. Like, I don't like the way that this is ha having a toll on me. It's like a dark cloud over me. So I'm like, I'm just going to go on the cleanse. You know what I'm saying? See if it works. Like, I'm just going to drink water. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to not go clubbing. No drinking. I'm not going to talk to no dudes. And... I'm, I'm gonna figure out some ways to get money because it was it was at the same time like I was kind of going through something. I wasn't fi financially stable at the time, so I'm like me and my friend. We were like, some got to give. We can't go into 2022 the same way we did last year. Like it's something got to be different. We getting older. We ain't 18 and shit no more. Mm -hmm. So that's when we came up with the cleanse. We started March the first because the year started and shit was just still going bad. So March first we started. Then, like I said, I made if and if it will post the end. S Sixty days from March first would have been May the first. If and if came April twenty, I made April twenty twenty first. It dropped April twenty ninth. That was the end of the cleanse. <laughs> and you walked in the studio and was like, "I'm fuck nigga free." Yeah. And was like, "Hit record. I got an idea. Hit record. Hold up." So it gave you a level of clarity. Yeah, most definitely. Like, yeah. it, it like relieved me of a lot of stuff. Like, just drinking water and exercising. I feel like people should do that more. Because, like, exercising is, what is it? It's like um, like listening to music. You it get really, high from it. You can get yeah. high from it. The endorphins. Yeah. yeah, it's like discipline. You get high from discipline, too. Mm -hmm. If you discipline yourself, it's like, it make you feel better about yourself. Because, you know, if you exercise and you're doing it for yourself and nobody else. So, it just make you feel good. It feel like you're taking care of yourself. Mm -hmm. And so, like, you just clear your mind. Anything. I can't explain it. But that, that, so that record is about a relationship or a breakup, right? In it really, one, I really just got high because I ain't do the cleanse from weed. <laughs> <laughs> I was still smoking weed, but I, when I, when he called me to come record on the song, I was like, I just smoked. I got high. And when I was listening to the beat, because I was listening to the beat all day trying to think of something, I couldn't think of nothing. And so when I had smoked, it just came to my mind. If I don't know how I did, but it just came to me. If I he fuck nigga, I'm like, yeah. And so I just made it. Like I didn't make it about nobody. It just literally what came to my mind. But now tomorrow, in some ways, is about getting over somebody too, right? Like tomorrow, I ain't gonna be thinking about you, right? Like I'm off that. I don't give a fuck what happened with you tomorrow. I'm on some new shit. I mean, I ain't, like I said, I ain't make tomorrow about nobody. I was just rapping. Right. Like, okay, I'm going to tell you about the story behind tomorrow. I made tomorrow before I blew up. Mm. Actually, I went to the studio and recorded tomorrow. The same day I recorded the FNL visual, we went to the studio right after the video, and I recorded tomorrow. Wow. And so when I recorded, I had already wrote half the song. And so when I went to the studio, I recorded half the song. I'm like, this too short. I got to add some more. And so I had wrote another song. I had started writing another song, but it was to another beat. So I'm like, I'm just going to take this off this song and put it on tomorrow. 
So the part where it has what gonna lead, yeah, all the way to the end, that was a whole nother song on a mm. whole nother beat. But I just put it together with the other song. And he, tomorrow, I was like, the last thing I said, because I ain't had no name, no chorus. I'm like, what can I name? And I'm like, I said tomorrow a lot at the end, so it's going to be tomorrow. Wow. How, how much do you think you'll always be uh, or share a connection with Hit Kid off of how much FNF changed your life? Um, you know, I always, I always had love for Hit Kid. You know what I'm saying? We came up together. Um, we both from Memphis, and I ain't going to lie, like, we created a sound together. Like, it's the sound that he did. He made this, like, just for me. And, like, it'd be hard to find it in other producers. And so, like, yeah, like, we came up together, and I always had love him. Are y'all planning on figuring out how to work together again? Maybe. Maybe. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Look, man, this game, this game, we was talking about people changing their bodies and faces and all that. That happens in a lot a lot of shit changes when the money starts coming, right? Yeah, more definitely. And, and, and people come in, in all industries, whether it's sports or whatever, they come in the industry and they get to see that money the first time. And yeah. they ain't never had that much money Yeah. at one time. Thanks. And so then you see it and, you're, and you don't really conceptualize that you might be able to see it again and again and again and again mm-hmm. if I just am consistent. Yeah. And stay grounded and stay true to who I am. And so people start, I guess, I mean, we've seen it a hundred times. People start beefing over money. They start beefing over who get to say what about what. They start beefing because somebody done said something in a comment and then they saying you said something that you didn't even say. And you're like, I I don't even know what this is about. But then everybody jumping on social media because they egos and got them out of themselves, and they going at each other about it. And then mm-hmm. five years later, they're like, yo, what was we arguing about? Mm-hmm. Like, And they could have been getting money the whole time. X. When you first saw, when you first got money, like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it was, what was the first real, like, piece of money you got? Was it a a gig? Was it, like, a paid gig? Was it when you got a contract from Yo Gotti? Like, was there one specific moment where you were like, wow, my life is going to be different? Um... I really ain't, I ain't get my uh, signing money until July, and I hit blew up at the end of, well, I'm say the beginning of May. So I was getting a whole lot of show money before I had even touched my advance. Got it. And so it, it took me a long time to even actually start spending my advance money because I had made so much money. I was doing shows like back to back to back to back to back to back. So you started adjusting to the idea of getting yeah. real money. Because yeah. Ebro's right, that is a weird feeling like, at your you age, go, you, were, you, you said at the beginning of 2022, I wasn't financially stable. Right, yeah. and now four months sudden. later, <laughs> you're four months, literally four months later, you're making more money than most people probably seen their whole life. Yeah, I was still kind of moving like I was broke though because I wasn't trying to, like, I wasn't used to it. Like, it just happened out right. of nowhere. So I'm like, okay, don't make no sudden moves. Yeah. So Reconnect with CUNY. Whether you are a first-time college student, a parent, a veteran, or an adult with some college credits, there's a place for you to continue your dreams or start fresh. No matter where you are along your journey, the CUNY Reconnect program can provide financial assistance and one-on-one personalized support to get you going. It's not too late to start again. Go to cuny.edu slash reconnect today.
Do you know a healthcare hero? Someone who fights for better care for their families, their friends, or their community? The New York Alliance for Healthcare Justice wants to honor them and you with a pair of tickets to celebrate the 30th anniversary of Summer Jam at UBS Arena on June 2nd. Visit hot97.com slash NYH Justice to enter to win. Must be 18 or older to enter. Made hot by the New York Alliance for Healthcare Justice. What was your first major purchase? Were you like lavenders? Okay, that was that was twenty five k. Really, I gotta tell you, fantastic. Great job. They look fantastic. Thank you. (laughs) Well, I'm not. I don't know what your teeth look like before, but. You got the good veneers. Yeah. Like, thanks. You know what I'm saying? Because you know what I'm talking about. Some uh-huh. people come out of that shit with the cheap joints. <laughs> them shits be looking big as hell. <laughs> what they tell you? You have to do them like every 10 years? Something like that? Is that what they said? Veneers like last up to 20. Mine's, I got the porcelain. So they last up to 20. That's the expensive shit. Yeah. And this is, that the, is this the one when they like, they like saw off half your teeth and then put them on? Is that how it works? Like they drill them down, make them thinner. Oh, they, yeah. Yeah. And then they put these on top. Yep. But you should be good for 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> I can deal with it for 20. Well, you 21? What are you, 20 years 23. old? 23. 23, so we got to oh, you, you about 46. <laughs> 40. Yes, we got to make sure you keep gave, making money. Right. Yeah. right. So start putting your money away because you don't want to turn 40 like, yo, I ain't got enough to get these fixed. <laughs> right. <laughs> Back. Yo, Glorilla, we love you, man. Congratulations. I love y'all. This been so fun. Thank room. you. I'm going to definitely have fun. I love talking to y'all. I'm going yeah. to come back. Yo, come back when the album, <laughs> when's the actual album? Since I don't have EP? a certain date yet. We ain't doing that yet. How many, how many songs do you have sitting that are preparing for the album? How about that? <laughs> I don't have a certain number, but I plan on making like a lot of new music. Got it. Like different vibes. It's okay. gonna be good. It's gonna okay. Be good. Listen, All just right. don't forget us. You're already practically out of here. That's right. But by next year, you're gonna be even more. Like you'll be in town, and be like, oh, Glorilla's here for the Met Gala. Blah blah blah. <laughs> just don't forget about us. Okay? I'm not. No, I'm not. I, I fuck with y'all. Appreciate Glorilla, you. one time. Yeah. Man. Thank you so much. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Hey, this is Mayor Fontaine. Make sure I go check out my episode of Four Minutes of Fire coming out December 4th. It's a good one, I promise. A Hot 97 podcast. Available everywhere. Four Minutes of Fire. New music premiered every month on the 4th. Heard the grass is greener than a dollar bills. That's perfect for her because all she know is dollar bills. I know a nigga that go and kill and then go kiss his kids. Think he doing a good job to hide the way he lived, but he don't know his son just found that gun behind the fridge. Right now he watching someone else crib, but shit, who watching his? I do my best to hide these gems all in these 16s. It's Ebro in the morning with Laura Styles and Rosenberg. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Ebro Laura Rosenberg. Uh, we've gotten a call from the fella Babyface Ray, representing Detroit, Michigan. Uh New on the scene. You about to drop a project right now, right? You got a new thing on the way. Yeah, December second. Uh, Mob dropping. Mob. Now, um, I see, I see in the back there, you got some uh, Clasa Azul Reposado. So we know you like tequila. I don't even drink. You don't drink? No, that's for the family, for my lady. I don't drink liquor. Oh, that's beautiful. That's wow. Beautiful. Do you that's do you, uh, do you smoke? Sometimes. Be but really, but paranoid, so I don't really smoke like that. I feel you. I blitch. I feel you, man. Do you have a Do you have an intoxicant of choice? No. Nah. Yeah, I do, but no. Nah. <laughs> trying to come off that. You trying to get off that? Yeah. Oh, must be that lean. You was on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, you know, I came up drinking it. That's our. That was our thing. So. Wow. Not, has it been? Has it been shake. a pain? 
has it been a pain in the ass to try to kick it? Yeah, when I'm trying for real, but I don't be trying for real. But I'm trying for real now. You know what I'm Yo, saying? Man, you there you go. For real, Good for man. you, bro. Yeah. People like you. People love you, man. They, you got to be here with us, man. That thing will tear up your stomach. He send you down a bad road, man. No, for sure, 100%. Um, now you um you representing a, a new a, let's call it a new wave out of Detroit. Talk about hip hop in Detroit right now and just like you know, this whole new wave of cats coming out of there because y'all have a real healthy artist scene that's kind of booming right now. It's kind of a uh, the, the rap scene, you know, that y'all seeing is what's been going on for the last 10, 15 years for real. I think right that the world just getting hip to what's going on now. So it's you know what I'm saying? It's kind of it's kind of new to y'all, but it's this was been going on for a minute now here. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. And and for and for you, you're an independent artist. You handling everything yourself. Yeah, no, I'm with Empire, but you know, they give you the freedom to do what you know, how to create a space to do what you want to do for sure. So you can say that, you know, but I give great support over there, anything I need. Um, you, um, you know, known in the area too, I was telling Rosenberg, um, as you really get to these raps, your latest single, you're doing it for the ladies, but you really get to these raps, um, kind of made a, a, what they call, what they would call a radio record, right? You yeah. know, you're walking with the lady and you know what I'm saying? You got the rose petals on the floor and all that. Um, you know, taking, taking your game up a notch and broadening your audience. Was that, was that a part of the strategy here? I mean, yeah, yeah, because once you get in there, you want to always elevate and appeal to everybody. You want to do something for the ladies. You want to do something for the street cats. You want to do something for the cats that ain't in the street. So, yeah, that was a part of the plan for sure, just trying to make sure we covering everything, you know. Does it feel like in Detroit, beyond the music scene, are you, like, people are saying that there's a real Detroit bounce back happening, real estate-wise, everything city-wise. Are, are you feeling that? Can you take us through what Detroit feels like these days? Yeah, as far as you talking about, as far as real estate, music, what you saying, just everything. Yeah, no, like real estate, business, opportunity in Detroit. Yeah, yeah. They got it's all the big tech companies moving out there and all that. Yeah, it's going down in Detroit. I ain't gonna lie, it's like a rebuild going on or something. You know what I'm saying? So, the real estate been popping out here for a long time too. I think people just not getting hip to high low the houses and everything. Yeah, so. And how's how's that trend? How's that helping y'all? Like you know, as far as selling out shows, tickets, new people that move to the town, coming to support artists from the area. Y'all getting a lot of support? No, for sure. Yeah. Hell yeah. The, uh, now you, I see you, you, did you come up under I Swear Vezo? Like he was on and then you came up under him. What's the relationship between y'all two? Something like that. Uh, Vez from my neighborhood. So even before we was rapping, I used to see Vez all the time. We went to the same middle school together and everything. But Vez always, you know, had his stuff together as far as, like, musically. He always, you know, was situated and looked like the rapper and had stuff going on. So you right. would say we definitely came up under him. But kind of, Vez had his thing going, and then I was in a group called Team Eastside, and we had our thing going, and we kind of got our stuff going. Like, the ball was rolling for us, and then Vez kind of, like, Switch. It was crazy. You had to be there to understand what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Like we younger. I'm younger than Vez, but our group had our thing going to the point where it was like when Vez came out, we was able to 
helped lift Vez up, and it was kind of like back and forth since then. You know God, y'all was able to really bring the audiences and make a movement. Yeah. Babyface Ray, new album, um, M.O.B., December 2nd. Uh, you want to get to the single for the ladies real quick? Yeah, let's get to the single, man. We got Blast on that joint. We got Naja on that joint. We got some money, let's man. That. You locked in, spend that money on that woman, man. There's another record I want to play for people, too, that I want uh, Rosenberg to hear the joint. Okay. Um, uh, what's it called? Uh, nice Guy. Yeah. Nice Guy's fire. That's on the same. That's on this album coming out, too. Yeah. Yeah, Nice Guy got something to it. Um, that's more for the cast of one a few bars from uh, Babyface Ray. Ray, man, it was a pleasure meeting you today, sir. Thank you. Appreciate you having me. Any bro, listen. You always know when someone has baby face in their name that they're they're there's, well, there's gonna be something for the ladies. Gotta be crazy. Yeah, and you on. know his songwriting is crazy. You can't you can't even have baby face unless <laughs> right. you're writing at that level. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate you, bro. Thank you for having me. All right, take care, man. Baby face, right? Get that new album December second. Reconnect with CUNY. Whether you are a first-time college student, a parent, a veteran, or an adult with some college credits, there's a place for you to continue your dreams or start fresh. No matter where you are along your journey, the CUNY Reconnect program can provide financial assistance and one-on-one personalized support to get you going. It's not too late to start again. Go to cuny.edu slash reconnect today. Do you know a healthcare hero? Someone who fights for better care for their families, their friends, or their community? The New York Alliance for Healthcare Justice wants to honor them and you with a pair of tickets to celebrate the 30th anniversary of Summer Jam at UBS Arena on June 2nd. Visit hot97.com slash NYH Justice to enter to win. Must be 18 or older to enter. Made hot by the New York Alliance for Healthcare Justice.